Fans and viewers, welcome to another exciting episode of PlayStation Unchained Podcast. Today's episode is our annual Halloween special. So what I got to say off the bat is why are you listening to us right now? If this episode's going at the right moment we want it to, it's October 31st, 2014. So you shouldn't be listening to us right now. You should go outside, get your chocolate, get your candy, get into a food coma, and then put us back on tomorrow, November 1st, because it's the weekend. And what better way to start the weekend than with your daily PlayStation Unchained podcast. So I am your host with the most, Dane Smith. And with me this year, like always, it's our second annual episode, is the Muscles from Brussels, Mike Herodens. How are you doing today, Mike? I'm good, thank you, Dane. Very good. Had a crazy killer weekend all, all sorts of good fun um was at the uh, golden joystick awards which is an annual uh ceremony held in the uk for like best game best storytelling all that kind of stuff it was at the o2 i actually met up with um psu overlord stephen williamson and we got drunk danced all sorts of crazy stuff it was very good fun <laughs> well that's good and uh what game made best game it was dark souls 2 not exactly the most scariest of games for the Halloween special, but you know it's it's more there. horror than yeah. At least it's more horror than say Call of Duty. <laughs> it's horror to the soul. It just yeah. kills the soul with horror and having yeah. you go back and back. I mean, you're a zombie, right? I mean, that's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if you have listened to us, viewers, like last year, this is just a shoot the breeze type of episode where we're going to talk about Halloween stuff in video games, right? And I'm going to start us off with some questions because I put out a question to the PSU Twitter the other day in preparation for this. So let's just start it off easy uh, with a question from our super fan, Duffman. Sweet. And Duffman has... Uh, he gave us three questions. First one, I'm going to hit to you, Mike. Which yep, sure. do you think is the scariest game you have played? What's the scariest game you have played? Oh, that's... It may seem like an obvious one to ask, but that's actually a very good question. Um, you know, I actually think... I tend to, like, kind of cop out on these questions and say, oh, well, I can't narrow it down, I'll do this. But I actually... I think I can answer this, actually. Mm-hmm. I just, just give me a sec. Um... Uh, I'd like to say the evil within, but it wasn't. Um, although that was quite creepy. Um, I'd say it was. I can definitely say it's not one of the Resident Evils. It would probably be Silent Hill. Uh, God. Actually, you know what? It was Siren Blood Curse. Really? Yes, yeah, Siren Blood Curse. That was pretty freaky. That was Silent Hill comes close. Two or three. No, actually, one, two or three. Any of those are pretty creepy. Um, I've ever got some moments, but there was something about Silent Hill Blood Curse. It was just really, it was just the Japanese setting and everything, and the type of enemies that you went against were really, really, just really, really weird. But it had, it was, it seemed quite unique compared to um, some of the other more Western influenced games out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Resident Evil and Silent Hill are both Japanese made games, but they got, they're set in America, so they got this, there's a Western influence there. But Siren is set in Japan and obviously made in Japan. 
And I don't know, it just, um, there was, there's some really creepy moments in there and just the whole sight jacking thing and everything just added to that whole, um, kind of creepy factor and everything. And there was some, some really weird, um, uh, kind of like sound effects and everything. It's, it's some, and it's very, uh, claustrophobic as well. So yeah, I'd say Simon Blood Curse actually. It's close though. It is a very close call. I mean, you could easily take Silent Hill 1, 2, or 3 to join that, especially 2, because that was pretty freaky. So, yeah, I'd say it was Silent Hill Blood Curse. But I haven't played that in a long, long time, though, so I don't know how I feel about it now. So, just just to double-check, did you say Silent Hill or Siren? Siren. Okay, because sometimes, I don't know if it was just me, but it sounded like you are saying Siren sometimes and Silent Hill other oh, times. Yeah, no, I wanted to, no, Siren, si- um, Siren Blood Curse, I'd say overall, but Silent Hill 1, 2, or 3 is mm-hmm. a very close second. Mm, that is a hard one. Uh, for me, I gotta go, it is hard to narrow it down to the scariest. I think different points in my life, different games were scarier. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a teenager, I would say that Silent Hill 1 would have been the scariest, uh, in mm-hmm. particular. Well, I would say not so much scary as in disturbing. Like, the whole knife babies and all that was kind of just freaky. Yeah, see, uh, we got, uh, they were cut from our release, so we didn't get that. Okay, well, yeah, I was just, censored. <laughs> I was playing that and I'm like, this is, this is just a little freaky. Um, and then later on, when I was older, um, Fatal Frame was was scary. Trying to play that just because the ghost would just come out of nowhere, uh, and oh, you're just you're you're in the camera mode, and then suddenly, bam! This ghost just pops up in your face. Uh, so that was more like fright scary. Yeah. Uh, recently, and by recent, I mean a couple of years ago, when I reviewed. Uh, Corpse Party Book of Shadows that was more psychological scary just because of the setting and how crazy it was uh, just like it was a very hopeless setting so you're just trying to fight hopelessness all the time that and there's impending doom around every corner uh, because it's like a narrative it's like a it's it's a visual novel is what it was At least Book of Shadows, not the actual normal Corpse Party, but the Book of Shadows one was a visual novel. And so you, you know, you, it's a predetermined path, sort of, um, yeah. and you, it still gets to you. Like, you're trying to figure out what to do, not die, but then die anyways, and then all <laughs> kinds of stuff. It's, it's, you gotta play it in order to really explain it. And there's another one I thought of, and oh yeah. This isn't so much scary as it's just freaky, but uh heavy rain. And that's gonna heavy sound rain. like a really hard like a really hard sell, but only because the game glitched on me in such a way that it was just freaky what it did. It was I was playing it with a friend and Yeah. Uh did you play Heavy Rain? Yeah, I've got it, yeah. I like that. Okay, well for those who haven't played Heavy Rain, spoilers. You know, five second spoiler delay. <laughs> um, at the beginning, uh, when your main character has the family at the mall and you're trying to find Jason, right? Jason! Yeah, Jason. <laughs> um, for some random reason, one of the bodies, the, the frame clipped really weird to the point where you're like, you're going through, through the, uh, the crowd to find them. 
and then suddenly just like this disfigured two eyeballs and smile face popped up on the screen. Oh wow. <laughs> like like you're you're supposed to like go by a person who's looking at you, but the clipping, the frame rate, the frame clipping or whatever happened. Something weird happened and suddenly the dude's face is gone and it's just up closer and it's just two eyes and a smile. And I'm like, oh, I know what you're talking about. I've seen kind of these kind of glitches posted online. Yeah, those those are nightmare inducing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I mean it's not exactly the scariest game, but I would say that's the one of the freakier moments um, mm. and stuff. So, uh, fans, let us know. Uh, tweet us at psu.com. Uh, what is your scariest game that you've played of all time? Is it something more recent, like a Corpse Party, or maybe you were one of the lucky ones to play uh, Sweet Home way back in the day mm, uh, on the NES way. or the Famicom? So, uh, now, Deathman also has another question, uh, another good question. Fire away. And this would be, which scary book or film would you like to see made into a game, if any? Um, well, I don't read many horror novels, only Resident Evil, so, um, Mm. but I reckon one of the S.D. Perry novels, you know, I'd like actually I'd like to see Resident Evil Underworld adapted into an um a game. That would be great, which is an original Resident Evil no- novel that takes that's place. The, that's the fourth one. Yeah, that's oh yeah, you you're familiar with them, are you? I, yeah, I own right. them all. Alright, great, great man. Yeah, me too. Um I think that would make a cool game. It had a nice it had a really kind of a unique set and it was an underground laboratory stormed by like a, a, a Leon Claire, Rebecca and a couple of original characters. And they went through this um this umbrella lab in Utah, I think it is, under the desert, and they, um, they've got these kind of like simulated environments there. There's like a, there's a, a, uh, let's see, there's a forest, there's a desert, there's a mountain pass, and there's a city. And each one is filled with a different type of enemy. And I just, I like the idea of that. And it was just, I like, you know, it was, um, it was set not long after um, Resident Evil 3, so in that kind of time period isn't really touched on at all in any of the games, so I would have liked that. Um, in terms of films, um, well, I would love to see, uh, for some reason, I'd like to see a game based on, if I could do a game based on this, I'm not sure if I could, on The Grudge, because that film, that's probably the scariest film I've ever seen. I mean, that mm-hmm. that even disturbs me to this day, you know, whether it's the Japanese original or the um, Hollywood remake, the... Uh, um, yeah, I can't remember the name of the um, the ghost woman in it, the Japanese girl, but yeah... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not afraid to admit that I, I saw a clip of that after um, for the first time in a while just a few weeks ago, and I literally I had to sleep with the covers over my head at night. I am not joking. I was that shit. <laughs> Every time I looked down, it, looked down at myself in the covers, I expected to see her head come out, just like she does in the film. Um, that yeah, that just scared the crap out of me. That did that. Oh, Were you in I the don't... fetal position? Um, I wasn't. No. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't. No. Um, I couldn't really think what I was doing at that point, so I didn't really, I was just lying there and, yeah, but, um, that was, um, yeah, but I don't, the thing is, I don't actually scare very easily, especially with games. I think that's why it's hard for me to pick a game mm-hmm. earlier, because I don't actually scare that easy. Um, but with films, that definitely got to me, so yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to see something like that, the gru- um, a game based on The Grudge, that'd be cool. I, re- I imagine it would be a lot like, um, I haven't played them, but a lot like Fatal Frame or maybe Clock Tower, where you have mm-hmm. to run and hide kind of thing. It's not necessarily not going down shooting things and everything. So, yeah, that would be quite interesting. I have no idea how they make it work, but, yeah, that's what I, that's what I think. 
I I would pick something that's already been made into a game, but due to the graphical limitations and the hardware limitations of the time, it wasn't exactly that horrifying of a game. I would like to see a new Friday the 13th. Oh, that'd be great. That's what I would like to see because you could, with today's technology, you could really make, uh, like the Camp Crystal Lake, Camp Blood, and have that unknown random murderer stalker in the woods trying to kill all of the camp counselors or however you want to frame it like that real survival horror against an enemy that you can't kill that somehow you have to take that dude down yeah that'd be Um, great yeah it i I would like to see that um i think alien i never played it but alien isolation seems to have gone kind of like that sort of route where you're like being stalked by something and and trying yeah. to survive. Correct me if I'm wrong. Did you play Alien Isolation? Um, I haven't. No, but I've heard it's very. Um, I heard it's a lot like what you described. You know, it's very much. Um, you have to run away and use the yeah. environment to get. You can't. You, you're not just armed to the teeth. You can't. You know, kill it in a normal way. You have to just use use the um, environment to your advantage and hide and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it, especially the music, you bring in that musical track from the originals of, of Friday the 13th, and it's, it's really good. So I would like to see that get remade somehow. I mean, if it was, is it gonna happen? Doubtful, but that would be my, my wish for a scary game, uh, to answer Duffman's question. I'd buy it. I would buy, uh, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> the literal dollar. That's how yeah. much I pay for my games these days. I wait for those sweet PSN sales. So or Steam sales, which whichever you prefer. Yeah. So um my question for you then is not sure. so much a gaming question, because it's Halloween. A lot of people do different things for Halloween, Mike. So do you have some type of tradition, some something that you do every Halloween, or is it just another normal day for you? Oh god, that's a depressing question. Um, I wish I could say that I had a ritual, but no, I do. I do bugger all on Halloween. It's just, it's not a big thing over here like it is in America. Not as big a thing. Um, I always, I, however, for the last couple of years, I've always said I'd love to go to a Halloween party and dress up. But the problem is, I just don't know anyone who has these parties or know where the parties have held at all. Um, my friend, my, you know. My my mate um, doesn't seem to be into that kind of stuff either. If he does, he never says anything about it. So um, mm-hmm. it's just it's just a non-event, really. It's a shame because I love to I lo- totally love to dress up as um I don't know Spike from Buffy or or a pirate or a zombie or something, you know, or just mm-hmm. a ghost or whatever. How I or a screen mask or something, just something, and just go out and do that. Because I've been in town. Um, on Halloween before, um, I actually saw Silent Hill Revelations on Halloween, and then we came back, and while I was um, waiting for the bus to go home, there were a lot of um, people coming in, a lot of girls and guys dressed up, and so they were obviously going to a party somewhere, so it's something, you know, I have to try and find out where these things take place, because I've been saying this for the last few years, I really want to do something, but, you know, I need help, you know, <laughs> I, need, I can't do it myself, i got to have to, you know kick my friend up the ass and say, you know, fine, find where we can go. There's got to be something around it because I don't want to keep spending Halloween doing nothing. Um, if I had time, I'd probably play a scary game. I mean, I'm going through Silent Hill 1 at the moment, so maybe I'll just try and play some Silent Hill or something at least. But 
Yeah, I, I think it's about time I had a tradition, to be honest. Um, I think my niece does more than me, because she's eight, and so she goes trick-or-treating and dresses up. So she has more fun than I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it's, like I said, a bit of a depressing question now. Well, hopefully it's it won't be depressing this year. You gotta find something. Yes. No other time like the present, right? No yeah, other time I know. like the present. Yes. Uh for me, I'll be honest, I just rewatch Friday the thirteenth every Halloween. That's oh, my but- ritual. Is I just pick one of them or two of them of my favorites that I just have the mood to watch and then I, I just watch it. There's my Halloween night. So, awesome. What's your favorites uh, then of um, Friday the 13th? Because there's a lot. Um, <laughs> there is a lot. I'll, it kind of depends on the mood, I think. The funniest one is Jason X, I gotta say. Because right now, it's, it's not really a scary movie. Friday the 13th is more comedy. Like, dark <laughs> comedy. Because... I mean, if I was like ten, yeah, I would, I would be scared. But then again, technically, I wouldn't, I shouldn't be allowed to be watching it when I'm ten because it's rated R. Yeah. Um, but if I'm like an adult, it's, it's kind of not scary after you've seen it the first time. It gives you that one, that one out through the window scare, circa Resident Evil, and then yeah. well, once you see it, it's just kind of funny. Especially later on, they just got funny, like with Jason X. It's just like a parody of itself. Um, and just like cracking one line jokes and everything. But I would say my favorite one would be, uh, five. Five. Uh, Which, what happens in that one again? Five is the one where it's not actually Jason. It's a fake Jason. Oh wow. So your favorite is not one that has Jason in it. (laughs) Yeah. It's, well, Jason quote unquote is there. It's just not the real Jason. Jason. Yeah. So it's uh the guy from number four who finally killed Jason. Yeah. Uh is in a mental institution and then, you know, Jason pops up and then you find out that it's not really him. It's just some dude uh who's using the persona because uh his son was at the mental institute and he got killed and it just gave him this psychotic break. Alright. Oh, um, but, uh, yeah, spoilers, people, spoilers, but this movie's from the 80s, so, sorry. <laughs> if you, you know, it's, it's been 30 years. Yeah. Sorry about that. But doesn't, um, doesn't Jason come back to life again in the next one? Yeah, well, I see, that's, that's why I say five is my favorite, cause I think the first five are good, because after five, it just becomes zombie Jason. Yeah. And it's like, what, what happens? Uh, you can't kill him, or you try to kill him, but he keeps coming back. It's just, he just doesn't stop ticking. Um, but yeah, he gets resurrected by lightning. Yeah. The Frankenstein thing. And just doesn't die. Um, <laughs> and then you go to Manhattan in like episode, yeah, episode, yeah, it was an episode, episode eight, I think it was. Yeah, Jason and, takes Manhattan. Yeah. yeah, Jason takes Manhattan. I will say that has one of the funniest moments where one of the guys tries to box him. And, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> right? And he's, he's getting him good, right? And apparently that is only a one round machine cause gets him to the corner. Then he's all tired, and then Jason just does the the Mike Tyson knockout, the yeah. one shot kill. Um, that was pretty good. The boat scene was pretty good as well. But uh, 
you know, that's my ritual, watching old Friday the 13th movies, because that's kind of like the only Friday, the only horror movies I watch, other nice. than like, say, uh, the Romero movies, so. Cool. Um, so, that's movies, let's go back into games, let's go back to game time. Uh, last year, when we did this, the first Halloween special, there wasn't really a lot of, a lot of horror-esque games that were out at the time, I don't even remember any. That, that came no, out that was year. more of a retrospective last year because of a lack of horror games, I think. Yeah, that was our retrospective. But this year, you know, it was like they knew we were doing this. <laughs> we got a lot and lot of games. So what did we get this year? We got obviously the Evil Within. Yeah. We got you could you can make a case for Alien Isolation because of the whole the the tenseness of who knows when the alien's gonna come and eviscerate you. <laughs> Uh, what else has, has come out? Oh, by, uh, Resident Evil, uh, Revelations 2 is announced. Yeah, um, uh, Resident Evil Remake HD has been announced as well. Resident Evil HD Remake, yeah. yeah. Um, Silent Hills. Silent Hills, yes, yeah, plural. Yeah, with an S. Yeah. Uh, so that's like five horror games either out or demoed or will be released. So is there any, any others that you can think of? Uh, did, we, did we get them all? I think we got them all, actually. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. from Dead Space at all. Um, yeah, there's there's no Dead Space. No, uh, no. I think that's uh, I think that's um, all of them. I'm pretty sure that's um, we covered them. That's about it. But that's still that's still that's good. A good. Those, are, those, yeah. those are five titles. So now yeah, I guess we should s- we should start it off with the the one the big one that will probably revitalize horror genre in a way we've never seen if. If Kojima has anything to say about it, uh, did you play the Silent Hills demo? I still haven't played it yet. No, I keep meaning to get around to it. I don't know why that's passed me by. Oh, well, <laughs> then this this whole segment just failed then. Because <laughs> I, I don't even have a PS4, so even if I wanted to play it, I can't. Um, yeah. But I guess what we should say, we never played it, but Kojima made a demo that, like millions of people played and by millions yeah. i mean there's like a million at least a million is is the statistic yeah. they said at some yeah. conference last month uh and it's just a demo i mean who who cares about demos but it's like probably one of the most detailed demos we've we've ever seen yeah and some people beat it in like 20 minutes and some people couldn't beat it after like four hours four hours yeah it's um yeah it's uh it's starring um well the main game will star um Norman Reedus from The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. Uh, yeah, it's um, the the end part of the demo actually shows him walking down the street and everything. It's mm-hmm. that's very um, classic Silent Hill, you know, foggy streets, completely deserted and stuff. You know, the lights are on and stuff, but you mm-hmm. still, you know, that's about it. Uh, the windows are all smashed out, abandoned cars everywhere. Very um, reminiscent of the first couple of Silent Hill games. So um, it looks really good. I mean, I don't know how they're gonna tie it in with the other games. I mean, it's a reboot, so I presume they won't, there won't be any connections, um, which is a shame because I do like the, kind of like the, the story that they built up. They do connect them, even albeit loosely on some of them, mm-hmm. but there has been a, kind of a constant narrative there with the cult and, um, things like that. So it's, it'd be interesting to see what they do, but to well, be it's honest Kojima, with you, so I'm sure there's going to yeah. be lots of Easter eggs and lots of little, 
little nods to everything throughout the game. You know, I'm sure there's going to be a Metal Gear reference in that somewhere. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, maybe a cardboard box to hide under or something. <laughs> a cardboard box, a cardboard <laughs> yeah. box to hide under, or like a picture of Snake, or or, yeah. or something's going to be there. So yeah, or maybe a uh, maybe an apparition of. Um, Psycho Mantis or something. <laughs> Who knows, right? Psycho yeah. Mantis is long lost twin brother. Yeah. And such. Uh, uh, but how, how the controller trick's gonna work in this case, I don't know. You'll have to play with the, the second player controller or something, or the third player, or... Yeah. You know, so you can't, you can't just like plug it in, or maybe you have to plug it into the second H, or the, the second, uh, USB port, or, or something weird. Uh, your controller in order to get it to work. But I, <laughs> my question for this is, as, as great as that is, and as hyped as I am to see it, to, to succeed, and fans can correct me, but I don't remember Kojima ever working with someone before. Uh, but in this case, he's teaming up with Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. So now, do you think do you think that's going to be a boon or do you think it's going to be a bane for for Kojima because he's usually the guy who's totally hands on, he's the dictator. It's his way or the highway, essentially, uh, and he's you know he's earned it from everything he's done. So do you think those two could coexist on the same page? Um, yeah, I think he, I think it'd be all right. I don't think it'd be a problem. I mean, he'd um. He's worked with his younger staff a lot before in the last couple of Metal Gear games, I think. He was kind of like um, teaching them the ropes and everything. Um, and I think um, Metal Gear Rising, he was, um, before it went, I think he was, I think he's worked with people in some context before. I think maybe Metal Gear Rising, he was a, maybe a, oh, I can't think of a damn word, but, you know, he was sort of o- overseeing the project when it went to Platinum Games, you know, just from a story perspective. But, I know, yeah, technically that's not exactly what a collaboration. I know, like, you're getting at. But no, I think it'll work well. I think those two are very, um, I mean, look at the, some of, uh, the designs, the creature designs that, um, Del Toro has done. They're kind of, mm-hmm. you know, they're really, really screwed up, aren't they? Very, very unique. And, um, Hideo Kojima is, um, he's got a, um, obviously he hasn't worked in a horror genre before. Um, at least not to my knowledge, but, um, he's got an eye for that kind of thing. And I think they're, they're kind of like design, philosophies will kind of bounce off each other mm-hmm. and I think it will really work and it's a new kind of avenue for him because it's a Hollywood director not just another developer he's working for it's a Hollywood director so I think it'd be quite exciting for him to do that and to see what ideas they can come up with together and not only that but he's been very vocal about doing Silent Hill before announcing this I think he said he wanted to actually do you know make a Silent Hill game so he's He's obviously got the enthusiasm for it, and I think, um, like I said, Del Toro has that kind of crazy creature design going on, which is synonymous with Silent Hill. I mean, look at some of the stuff that you've got. The Silent Hill creature designs are some of the best out there, I think, certainly in the first few games anyway. They got a bit crappy towards the end, but Team Silence work was definitely um, untouchable in that. So, yeah, I think it would be a very, very interesting collaboration. I think this, I think we're in for a treat here, definitely. And uh, I'm wondering... Uh, in what capacity is Ron Perlman going to be in that game? Because I'm looking over Del Toro's um, Wikipedia page, and Ron Perlman's been in one, two, three, four, five, six of his movies. Is that Hellboy, Ron Perlman? Yeah, yeah, Hellboy. Yeah, yeah. I played Hellboy. Uh, so I'm curious if if Ron <laughs> Perlman's going to have some type of cameo in this game, because. Uh, 
Del Toro seems to be kind of like, you know, a, a Kevin Smith or a, a Tarantino where he has the same kind of core of actors he works yeah. with a lot. And so it would be... Uh, it'd be interesting to see who who he brings in to be like to to play parts in the game. It'd uh, be cool if, if um, Ron Perlman was in it. Yeah, so that would be that would be really cool. What he does, I don't know. He'd probably die horribly at some point. <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, he'd be a monster. You never know. Maybe they'd design him, um, create a monster from him. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> I mean, I mean he's a big guy. And I mean Norman Reedus, he he was a Del Toro guy in a way. He he was in a couple Del Toro movies before Silent Hills. Oh, cool! So, uh, he was in Mimic and Blade Two. What Norman Reedus was in Blade Two? I guess so. This, this Wikipedia is lying to me. Let's double check things. All right. All right. Um, where where is he? Uh, Blade Two. He played Scud. Scud, well, Scud is. I have no clue who Scud is. No, same there. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what uh, that's what he's in. So yeah, but it'd be it'd be interesting. So uh, in what in, in what way they're they're incorporated and such. And I'm sure Kojima is gonna have, like we said, cameos from from others in the past. Oh uh, yeah, past games. Yeah. And then who knows what he's gonna do? It, it looks like this is gonna be the, his way to break free from uh, all the the Metal Gear monotony. Not to yeah. say that in a bad way, but I mean, every time he's like he's like freaking uh, Michael Corleone. It's like just when I thought I got out, they keep bringing me back in. Yeah. So he thinks he's out of Metal Gear, and he says he wants out of Metal Gear, but then it's like, nope, they're just they can't do it without me. So, uh, and such. Uh, so, yeah, that was Silent Hills. It's, it should be great, hopefully. Hopefully it doesn't turn into one of those, there's so much hype that it, it just doesn't live up to it. Um, by, yeah, Biohazard. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations 2. What do you think about that? Do you think that's gonna be, uh, a sweet game? It's gone episodic. Episodic. Somehow. <laughs> That's interesting. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't know any information about that. And oh. It's certainly not Telltale. So do you know how that the episodic is going to work with, with with Biohazard Revelations 2? Uh, well, as far as I know, it's just um, they, there's four episodes in total, and they're going to be released weekly. And then at the end, once they've released them all, it's going to be you can buy it um, together, you know, on a, on a disc or whatever. So I don't think there's any... Um, I don't think it was anything too drastic with that. It's just like a weekly thing via PSN and, and Xbox Live. I imagine they're end on some sort of cliffhanger, as you'd expect. But um, uh, as for the game itself, it looks really good. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. It looks, um, from what I've seen so far, which isn't a great deal, it does uh, it does seem to capture the old school survival horror vibe a lot. Um, the uh, there doesn't seem to be that much ammo lying around. The environments are quite claustrophobic. And, um, what is Claire getting stuck in prisons all the time? I yeah, mean, that was uh, Co Veronica. Yeah, she always gets captured. Yeah, and speaking of that, um, Claire, um, having Claire back is great. I mean, a lot of fans have waited for her to come back because she hasn't been in a proper, um, a pro a game as in part an official canon storyline video uh, in in a video game since Co Veronica. Uh, she was in the CG movie, obviously, but you know, it's not a game, so 
that didn't really count. So um, and it's so it's good to have her back. And also we got Moira Burton, who's Barry's daughter. I just really hope that they have Barry in the game because I know about loads of people, myself included, have been waiting for Barry to come back. But I guess he would be getting on a bit now. He'd probably be in his mid-50s, but I'm sure they could find something for him to do. Um, I just hope that, um, you know, he's featured in some capacity, but his daughter's in it. There's meant to be a lot of... Um, they're meant to Apparently, there's meant to be some sort of personal tragedy behind... Um, it, um, involving the Burton family, so hopefully they're talking. The talk. death of Barry. No, not, it's, apparently, it's, yeah, it's apparently, it's, it's not the death of Barry. what it's gonna be. <laughs> it's not the death of Barry, apparently, it's just, um, because they did mention specifically that Barry is alive, I think. Um, I can't remember exactly what it said, but it's, um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I know that the characters are gonna be, they're gonna be explored more, which is good. Claire and, uh, Moira, so I'm excited about that. Um, the enemies, they're not zombies as such, but they're, they're, they're very similar to zombies. Afflicted, I think they're cool. So they, they look pretty cool. Um, they bite you, so that's all I'm interested in. That's a zombie trait, so I'm happy about that. Uh, why can't we just have zombies? I don't know why. why we, we had why do we have all these fake zombies? Yeah, these I don't know. Had zombie zombies. They had zombies in 6, so I, I'm surprised they didn't bring them back here, but... You know, we'll have to see. I'm, I'm not going to write them off just yet, but yeah, just have zombies, man. It's simple. The original Reservations was meant to have zombies, and they replaced them with those ooze enemies, who were nowhere, which were nowhere near as good. So I don't know what happened there, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Um, now, I'm, is this uh, does this game take place after six or before six, or how between, does it work? Between five and six. Between five and six. Yeah. So Wesker's dead, but um, six hasn't taken place yet. Really? Yep. Okay. Assuming Wesker's dead, we don't. Assuming really know Wesker's, Wesker's dead, dead, yeah, we don't know. There's technically more than one Wesker. Yeah, there is. So. Yeah, a Wesker children. Yeah. So. Right. Um. So who knows? Well, Wesker children—they're just all Weskers. Yeah. So they're all clones of Wesker. Yeah, I think Alex. Is it Alex Wesker who was the base clone? The base of the clone, like the main guy. I, I don't actually remember that. I think it was um, Alex. I think it's Al. I think it's Alex Wesker. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sure, I'm sure there's gonna be a Wesker at some point. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but I'm, like I said, I'm looking forward to this. I was really hoping to play it before it comes out. I don't know if there will be some sort of hands-on preview event. I really hope so because, um, um, it just seems crazy that there wouldn't be. I mean, they had something at the TGS, but you know, um, not, not like a, just a general, uh, press event, you know, you know, the events I've been going to, you know, where you just to preview a game before it comes out. So fingers crossed on that. But yeah, um, this is probably one of, I, I haven't been this excited for a Resident Evil game in a long time. So I've got, I've got high hopes for this, but at the same time, I'm remaining, um, cautiously, cautiously mm. optimistic, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Um, I'm curious how the episode's going to work. Like, it's probably going to be something like, uh, you reach a certain, it's gonna be like each episode's like a chapter. Yeah. You're just envisioning it that way, and so it's like one or two, one or two chapters per episode, and then, and then bam, there's your game. Um, as long as it's done properly, it doesn't bother me. I would hate for it to get delayed. Uh, like Walking Dead had that problem the first season, where mm-hmm. it's like, Here's a couple months between episodes, and it's like, what are we waiting for? Give yeah. us the game. Um, so as long as they they don't mess that up, it, it should be fine. And, and like we said, let's we get to finally figure something out about Barry. Yeah, he's like the most 
he's like the character everyone wants, but they don't give him to they us. They don't give us. No. So why will you not give us Barry? Barry. They make up all these new characters and they bring back others. Like I don't care about Ashley. I don't care about Sherry. Just give us Barry. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Stop using Chris and Leon and give us Barry, damn it. And Rebecca while you're at it as well. And Rebecca's gone. Uh, yeah, it's funny. Apparently, Mikami didn't like Rebecca. That's yeah. That's quite funny. Yeah. Was... Of all of all things. Yeah, even she got her own game. She got um, Zero. Zero. Yeah. So there's just there's just no love for, for Barry Burden. He survived for obscurity. <laughs> so the mag the Magnum's too powerful. He's just too powerful of a character. He'd be totally OP. Yeah. Right. One yeah. shot Magnum kills. Game's over. It's yeah. Gone. Barry and his old beard of awesomeness. Yeah, the beard of awesomeness. <laughs> it's sad that how it takes more than one in the original Resident Evil, it took more than one shot from the Magnum. Yeah. His Magnum to kill that zombie. Yeah, it took three. <laughs> it took three of all things. I'm like, man, there's something wrong. You gotta clean that gun out. Yeah. It's just, you know, negative, negative, you got penalties on your damage. So you <laughs> rolled, a, you rolled a one. Yeah. Um, and such. So there's that. We got revelations. We got, uh, uh, Oh, why can I not remember things? We got Resident Evil uh, HD remake. HD remake, yeah. Yes. I'll be honest. I'll start this off. I'm not. I'm not going to be impressed. I'm not impressed by that. What do you mean? Uh, I just think it's a cheap cash in. Yeah. I mean, it's it's already out. All it is is let's just up the graphics. Well, the uh, main the the significant thing about this, I think, it's not really well. Some people say it's the graphics, but to be honest, it looked fine anyway. But. The main, the main thing about the remake is it's only been available on GameCube, so this is a chance for everyone else to play it, because it's coming out on, uh, PC, uh, PlayStation 3 and 4, and Xbox, uh, 360 and Xbox One. Everything but a Nintendo platform, ironically enough, considering it was an exclusive to a Nintendo platform. So, I think this is the first, a lot of people wouldn't have been able to play that game. Um, that doesn't include me. I mean, I honestly, I would be fine if it stayed on the GameCube. In fact, I can't, you know, I really, I, it's gonna make me sound like a bit of a dick saying this, but mm. I kind of like had a certain personal satisfaction that I kept my GameCube and invested in that game mm. long term, but I was still able to play that game on that format only. You know, it's like, yeah, I, I bought this game, it was exclusive, and 12 years later I'm still playing it and it's only available on that platform. It's kind of, it was satisfying to me knowing that I purchased that mm. and had a long, you know, kind of, there was a lot of long term investment in that and now, it's coming out on another platform. It kind of takes that away. So that's kind of like, kind of disappointed in a way. But just from a personal selfish point of view, I actually really hope Zero stays exclusive because I'd like to think that there is one game that's like, no, you have to play the game. If you want to play this, you have to play the GameCube version. Play, play it on GameCube only. So, but you know, on an unselfish point of view, everyone out, it, it's good because it gets everyone else to play it and it also puts the classic Resident Evil games back in the, um, public consciousness. I mean, this is pretty much, you know, Resident Evil Remake is like, it's a quintessential Resident Evil game, isn't it? You know, classic survival horror. So, um, that, that's a good thing as far as I'm concerned. So, um, it's, um, from that point of view, I think it's a good thing. But at the same time, I hope Zero stays on the GameCube because I think, uh, I don't know, I just like, I just like to, I like, just like to be able to bring out my GameCube and have an excuse to play it still, you know? Say, yep, 12, 12, 13 years on, this is only on GameCube, man. I bought this with a long-term plan in mind. <laughs> <laughs> All those long-term plans. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, 
I will play. I don't know. For for me, I just I just think like I said, I think it's it's a cheap cash in. They yeah. just spend some time up the graphics. Here's here's the game that everyone's already played. I mean, yeah. is there actually like I mean, you know, I, if I'm wrong about it, you know, yeah. I'll 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 change my mind, but is there actually anything new to it? Um, just just up the graphics. They no, not re- not strictly well, they've there's a new control scheme that they bought out mm-hmm. for it. They've inc- they've improved the sound effects as well. Uh, given it, I think they're giving it a widescreen option. Uh, but no, mm-hmm. apart from that, it's just like the H- uh, HD upgrade. Yeah. To be honest with you, uh, to be honest with you, I if I had a choice, I would just r- much rather than remake Resident Evil Two or Three, like Resident Evil One, instead of just tart Resident Evil One up. Just make res- remake Resident Evil Two. Everyone wants a full remake of Resident Evil Two. I'd rather they do that. Yeah, I would. I would prefer that too. Yeah. Um, or even just remake the remake. Well, uh, from the ground up, you mean? Yeah, from the yeah. ground up. Because yeah. like, the, my problem with with the the GameCube remake is, I felt it lost its charm from the first one with all the uh, the uh, the videos, uh, like the actual movie videos. Yeah, that kind of gave it more of that real. B movie feel and everything. Uh, the same for with Resident, when Resident Evil 2 came out, like they still kind of went in that direction, like with their commercials at least, with, uh, with, um, oh, what's his name? Romero. Uh, George Romero, yeah. when he did the commercial for yeah. that, it, it yeah. just had that more B-movie. grittier yeah. vibe. But yeah. then when it did this, the CG, I'm like, well, that's kind of cool, but I mean, that CG isn't that good anymore. No, the CG I mean, date, the CG um, dates really badly. If the um, live yeah. action thing in Resident Evil One still, I mean, I know it's, I know it's um, totally corny and stuff, but it's still, you know, it's real actors and stuff. It's got that, it's, it's, yeah, it's got a certain charm about it, you know. Yeah, it's got that charm, and then it's it stays. Like yeah. you can watch it now, and it's like okay. This this doesn't feel like it's gonna date badly, no. and I mean you know what I could be I could be sacrilegious for for Resident Evil fans they might you know send hate mail after me now uh put a put a, a razor blade in my apple or, <laughs> or something for Halloween or or something to uh to keep me quiet but you know I wasn't because you know part of me is because I never had a a GameCube. Yeah. I skipped that. Because there's nothing on it I wanted. The only thing that might have been was Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Well, that came to the PlayStation 2. So, so wait, have you it. never played the remake then? I watched it. And oh. I mean, it wasn't... It wasn't... The, all it was, it was just harder. It wasn't like it was better. Like, okay, it was cool that you can, like, stab the zombie in the head. Yeah. But then I don't have a knife anymore. It just seemed like they just made it harder. More than better. Or new. Is what it just seemed to me. Um, so, because like I don't remember in the first one with crimson. I don't remember crimson heads in the first one. They were. Could be wrong. Oh, they were. Were they there? No, they weren't. The um, remake. Yeah, remake's got um, uh, crimson heads. It's got the Lisa Trevor subplot, who was someone experimented on by um, Wesker and Birkin when they were still with Umbrella in the early days. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how they. I think they extracted the G virus from her, and now she's still alive and sort of chases after you at certain places in the game. They had yeah. new areas. They had a graveyard. Uh, you could go into Raccoon Forest. Well, sort of into Raccoon Forest, like the back paths in the mansion. There were a few other places as well. I mean, the, the visuals, though, the visuals, the visuals are amazing, though. I mean, that game still looks good to this day. 
Um, it's a it's a really good looking game. That's one of the Did best. Did you things. just say it's dated? Did you just say it didn't age well a moment ago? That was no, that's CG. CG did. Oh, okay. When you were talking about the um, like intro, the um, old CG and the Resident Evil like two and three, you know, that's kind of aged badly. Mm-hmm. I was saying how the obviously with real actors it doesn't age. So yeah, but no, the, mm-hmm. the remake is one of the best. The remake is um. That's aged brilliantly. That still looks fantastic to this day. It really, really looks good. I was playing it on, I was playing it a few months ago on my GameCube for the first time in years and it looks fantastic. It really does. It's a brilliant looking game. When, when does that actually, uh, get released? Uh, what, the HD remake? Um, yeah. They've said early 2015. They won't go beyond that more specific. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it would be, uh, I don't know. I think, I'll probably get it on the PS, on the P, uh, which is it coming out on PS3 and PS4 or just PS4? Yeah, no, both, both. Both. I mean, I'll probably get it then when it's cheap and on sale. I mean, I usually buy almost anything, you know, yeah. get a couple trophies and there you go. But, uh, like you, I would rather see number two and three get a full remake, uh, a full redo. Yeah. And such from the ground up and, and, and bring it to the PS4 and yeah. that would be better. Um, but you know, can you blame Capcom? Not really, considering they have no money. So <laughs> they need money. What's the best way? Well, let's let's spruce up the graphics on a yeah. game they know is going to sell. Well, look at what they did with Street Fighter Four. How much they milked that. So it's not surprising at all they're doing this. Uh, to be honest, I wouldn't. I can see Resident Evil Zero getting the same treatment in a year's time or so if it sells well. That's right. If it sells well, yeah, yeah, and hopefully, and then Resident Evil Seven, we'll see what happens with that whenever that comes out. I hope that's a long way off because I really hope they do, they don't rush that again and just do another half-assed effort, like five and six were for me. I liked six. I liked five and six. Yeah, they were. I like them for what they. They are fun games. They just weren't Resident Evil games to me. I want to go back to the old. The you know, I just don't want to be shoot. You know, it's too. It's just too action-oriented for me. Of course, we've been here before because I know you like you don't mind that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, I like the action better in five and six compared to the first ones, but the story I thought was just boring. Yeah, the story wasn't as good. Yeah, com- compared to the first, uh, so that and there wasn't enough. There wasn't enough Jill in in five and six. I'm <laughs> like, yes, let's just not have her in in six again. But I guess because she was in Revelations, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. And then the whole story with Chris and everything kind of doesn't make sense with where's Jill. It's like he's like depressed for a year. So where's, where's Jill yeah. helping him out? It's, it's so kind of weird. Like I'm curious if they have the same writer for all of them. No, definitely not. I'd say they definitely right. don't. The, um, cause that's, cause yeah, cause if they don't have the same writer, it kind of makes sense how it's all just pieced together in this weird way where they just, yeah. well, lost here's it. some angst, but angst that doesn't work for me. Well, the thing is, they lost, um, the reason why the storylines were much better in the older games is because they had a company called Flagship do most of the writing. And since that time, they've lost, I think that company is no longer, it's not there anymore. I think, I think one of the, I have to re- re- research this again because I'm a bit f- fuzzy on the uh, info, but I think one of the lead writers um, died actually in the early two, uh, no mid 2000s. So they've lost a lot of their core writers and flagship. Mm-hmm. But as I said, flagship is no more. So after like I think it was after um, I think one, two, and three were um, sort of around that thing. I think maybe Code Veronica, but after that they just um, 
they lost a lot of their core writers and everything. So that's why the uh, storylines have been so, so much, you know, so, you know, watered down and not making much sense. And, you know, there's not much, um, it, they're not very ex- coherent as they used to be and stuff because they used to all work together and drum, plan out the story and everything. And obviously Mikami's not there anymore. And, um, yeah, you're just, it's just, it's new, new, it's new blood, isn't it? It's new people. They've got yeah. lots of new people coming in who are probably maybe not as, um, acquainted with the series, but in terms of the story, definitely the reason why the early ones are better is because they had flagship doing the, sto- the main story, uh, draft. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm looking it up right now on, uh, Wikipedia. Yeah. In 2007, the company folded into, uh, into uh, Capcom. Oh, right, okay. So the people didn't change. It's just the name is gone. Uh, but they became part of Capcom. And yeah, I'm looking at what they did. You got Resident Evil 2, uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica, Dead Aim, Survivor, yeah. uh, Zero. Um, you have Onimusha yeah. 2, Onimusha 3, Onimusha Warlords, uh, Dino Crisis 2 and 3, Clock Tower 3, uh, a couple Kirby games, uh, a couple games that are only in Japan, uh, Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages, Legend of Zelda, the Minish Cap. Yeah, they so did they a got, lot. They do have a lot. Um, and I'm just looking at some of this, like the guy who founded it. Uh he also worked on Final Fight and Street Fighter 2. Uh, Yoshiki Okamoto. Yeah, I uh, think that's, um, yeah. He's, um, one of the guy. one of them definitely passed away. Um, uh, yeah, I'm looking at your, uh, Yoshiki Okamoto now. I think he yeah. was the, um, yeah. No, I he's, think he passed away. No, he's still alive. No, I know the, I know the guy I'm thinking of. I know, I, I can't remember his name. It's been a long time since I've got, uh, kind of gone over this, but he was definitely, um, more involved with, um, the storylines and stuff. Um, looks like they also drafted Resident Evil 4 as well. Uh, ah, oh, there we go. There we go. Noboru Sujiyama, um, uh, his name is. He was, mm-hmm. he was died on the 25th of February 2005. He um mm-hmm. he actually wrote Resident Evil Two, so um oh okay yeah he was um yeah he uh he co- he co-founded Flagship so there we go yeah uh which is what, so he he died sadly and he was one of the principal writers so that's mm-hmm. you know that's why things went downhill because they lost him among other things. Well, there you go. Yeah, I, you heard it here first. <laughs> Not really. Uh, no, but probably news. maybe people don't know that you know I don't think many people know um. Kind of like the writing uh, uh, kind of like tradition with Resident Evil. So I didn't until I researched this. I didn't actually know that. So it's quite interesting. But yeah, there we go. That's uh, Resident Evil for you. Resident Evil in a snapshot. Yeah. Right? But yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping for some some good stuff in the future. I'm sure it will at some point. So worst case, Sony buys Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> Right, if, yeah. if it's that bad, right? I'm sure one of them would buy it. Yeah, and and so on. Um, but yeah, so uh, let's go check out uh another question. 
Okay, sure. From Duffman. He had three. So we'll go to his third one. Uh, because we're, we're soon the end of our, our segment. So he two. said, this is gonna be, this one's gonna be harder for you, Mike, I think. Okay. Right? This one might be harder. In your view. Yeah. Which has been the scarier se- uh, series? Uh, <laughs> I I, he made a typo. Alright. Um, he made a typo. It's, I'm pretty sure it's not supposed to be residential evil. <laughs> <laughs> residential evil. Yeah, residential evil. Uh, I guess it must be this new series that Capcom had. Yeah. Uh, residential evil, Resident Evil or Silent Hill, which is the scarier Oh, uh, that's not difficult at all. Silent Hill, like. Really? Silent Hill is way scarier than Resident Evil. Silent Hill 1, 2, and 3 are some of the scariest games out there. I think Resident Evil, Resident Evil is a, um, it's scary in the sense that it's, it's good at jumping you, like when the dogs mm. come through the window and stuff, but once it's done, you know it's coming. Silent Hill is effective because it doesn't rely as much on, there are some, but not many. It's, um, Silent Hill is just, the atmosphere with Silent Hill, it just kind of like, it just builds this kind of like mm-hmm. uncertainty and kind of like overwhelming kind of, red in your gut and it's like it's always there because you never know what's going to happen and the sound effect it's much more psychological that's the thing resident evil is more um visceral uh in its scare tactics but uh silent hill is more psychological and that's why it's more effective in my opinion i have been when i first played resident evil i was 13 and obviously i found it pretty scary then um Mm Um, I couldn't even take a piss without looking over my shoulder to make sure there weren't any zombies behind me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and there have I mean Nemesis Nemesis is definitely a highlight. He was he was freaky and the music that accompanied him that that was definitely a scary part of um of it no doubt. But I mean Resident Evil Two wasn't scary at all to me. Absolutely not. They lost a lot of the um scares. Uh, Resident Evil One was probably scarier than Two in my opinion. Three was probably the scariest. But Silent Hill One that was when I first played that, that was incredibly um, creepy. That was that was. I mean, it, they hadn't had that kind of like psychological thing in a game before, I don't think. And two and three built on that. The stories got more complicated. The, the monster designs got more intricate, and obviously the visuals were better as well. And it's just it messes with it messes with your head, you know. It just it was far more effective because it was more about what wasn't there rather than what is, you know. The zombie opening the closet and going boo or whatever, you know. It was it went far beyond that so i think silent hill is definitely in my opinion it's definitely the scariest series absolutely well we're still talking about those knife babies to this day yeah exactly yeah i mean look at those those were creepy as hell yeah i did get get to experience those because i played silent hill first of all i actually played Mm -hmm. it on my neighbor's uh chipped playstation so i got to play the american version of silent hill with all the stuff in there and then i got Mm -hmm. the European version, which was cut, so I was lucky enough to experience the un- uh, uncut version of Silent Hill as well. I would, I'd like to know if there is a difference between um, the Japanese and the American release. If there's anything cut or added or, or something. What in Silent Hill? Yeah, in Silent Hill. Um, I don't think, I don't think so. Actually, I think the um. I got a feeling that the Japanese version has been cut. Actually, I think the American version is the one that hasn't been cut. It's weird as that sounds, right? Yeah, it's like a bizarro world. Yeah, because um, um, in Resident Evil One, the Japanese version of the, um, I think the Japanese version of the PC 
PC port of Resident Evil 1. I think that was uncut with the full intro and Kenneth's head rolling around and all that kind of stuff. Where the zombie, the first zombie bites Kenneth and his head rolls onto the ground in the uncut version. Whereas in the cut version, you just see a pool of blood and then the zombie turns around. So there they That's had, true. yeah, they had uncensored versions of, um, director's cut as well that made it out. Uh, for some stupid reason it was censored over here, but I think there was a, I think in Japan it was uncensored, and I think bizarrely there was a few copies in Germany that were uncensored as well, which is yeah. Weird. Well, it's uh, on the PlayStation it was censored, but on the Sega Saturn it wasn't. Yeah, the sa- sorry, the so, Saturn. Yeah, the Sega Saturn. Yeah, the, was the Saturn and the Saturn had extra scenes like Chris smoking a cigarette during yeah. the intro. Yeah. Um, and also uh, Joseph's demise in uh, in full glory. Compared yeah. to the PlayStation version, yeah. But uh, interesting side note because I'm just looking up Silent Hill yeah. here, the first one. The writer and director uh, Ke- Keichiro Toyama, yeah, is also the same who did what was that Siren game you're talking about earlier? Blood Curse. Yeah, he also was the director, designer, and writer for Siren Blood Curse. Oh, well, that makes sense. There's a lot of similarities there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's basically kind of what he did. Yeah. Is he did Silent Hill, only the first one. Then he did Siren, Forbidding Siren 2, Siren Blood Curse. Yeah. In like a span of nine years, he only worked on four games. <laughs> oh. And then, and then after that, he takes a completely different route and he did Gravity Rush. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I've not even played Gravity Rush yet. I'm like, what is, that's, that's so not a horror game. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the, that's on the Vita, isn't it? Gravity Rush. Yeah, that's, that's on the Vita. Um, I gotta check. I wanna check now if, yeah, cause he wrote Siren, he wrote, yeah, he, he wrote all the Siren ones. He didn't do the actual story for Gravity Rush. He was just creative director. But that's, uh, that's just kinda interesting. You keep the same guy at the helm and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You uh you set your legacy in stone. Uh which makes me wonder who did the other Silent Hill games? That would be curious. That that is for another time though. Right? That is for next year's. <laughs> yeah, oh <episode>. yeah. <laughs> stay tuned if for we remember next year. it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, stay uh, tuned for uh you only have 365 days to wait until we go over there. <laughs> I know. It's, it's can you wait? Can you wait the whole time? Yeah. People I mean, I'm sure you can get a lot of candy between now and then. Yeah. Put yourself into a food coma. Yeah. So that's all I got to say. But yeah, so we had some good questions from the Duff man. Yeah. Uh, uh, now we're gonna we're gonna end it off with uh, with one final question before we go. Okay. Uh, from, and we just we just got this uh from our very own Neil Neil Bolt. Uh, he says, and I quote, "I got a good one." Exclamation point. <laughs> what has been the most horrifying thing to happen to gaming this year? Not exactly a Halloween question, but he does say horrifying, so mm. I'm gonna go with it just because it's funny. Right? What is the most horrifying thing to happen to gaming this year, Mike? Gamergate. <laughs> okay. Okay, other than that. Uh, other than that, um, what can it can it just be anything kind of thing? I mean, that wasn't um, obviously that wasn't horror as in scary. It just means it's in, horrifying. Yeah. He's just playing off of the word. Yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah. 
Hmm. Oh God. Um. It's a joke. It's a joke question. Yeah, I know it's a joke <laughs> question. I was trying to um. Uh, I'll stick with my first answer. I think <laughs> if I sit on two. I'm. I, I'm going to say um. Uh, Lightning not getting her own horror game. There we go. I want to um, see Lightning. Resident Evil Lightning. Actually, no. Now, what am I talking about? I can. Um, I actually no. I can build on this. Okay. Um. Uh, Barry, Barry Burton not getting his own game. He should have been in Resident Evil. There you go. There's your most yeah. horrifying yeah. experience, no, Barry. ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> fans and viewers. Barry Burton not getting his own game. Yeah. Right? His daughter gets her own game before he does. Yeah, that's just the biggest that's, insult. That's yeah. that's the most horrible, horrifying thing ever. Yeah. So we got a real answer from you, Mike, and you got a joke, a joke answer. Yeah. An obvious joke answer from me but I will say this this is what I actually want to see um, hopefully it comes out I doubt it will but I would love it and I would buy it on day one And because you know me I don't pay for games anymore I wait until they get cheap <laughs> I want to see a Resident Evil RPG I don't know how they swing it I don't know what they do but I want to see a Resident Evil RPG wow that would be quite something Right, give me, give me Chris and Jill and Claire and Leon and Barry. someone else, <laughs> right? Who else is there? Ada. There you go. There's your team of five. Make that an RPG, and and do whatever you want with it. That would just be fantastical, right? Yeah. I would, I would play the crap out of that because I did. I bought what is it called? Um, Project Cross Zone on the Game Boy. Yeah, the Game Boy, the uh, 3DS. Right. And I bought that specifically because it was an RPG and it has Chris and Jill in it. Oh, wicked. That is the only reason I bought that game. You're quite... Because it's... It... Pardon? Yeah, I said you're quite the um, Chris and Jill fan, aren't you? Or is it Jill more than Chris? It's just a Jill fan, but I mean, Chris <laughs> is awesome too. But I just wanted a Resident Evil RPG. And it's giant crossover, tactical RPG, and... Chris and Jill are in it, but I stopped playing it because they're like, they're only in the second half. Spoilers, they're in the second half. So I played through like, I played the game for 20 hours and they still never showed up. (laughs) And I'm like, I I can't do this. Where's my Chris? I need my Chris and Jill fix. Yeah, I know. They show up for like one early stage uh, for like a tutorial and they kick ass and then they're gone. And I'm like, I don't care about these people. This is kind of cool that this person got introduced because I played this obscure game. But I'm like, no, I don't care. I don't care playing as um, Arthur from Ghouls and Ghosts. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, have, I have no interest. You ain't got s*** on Jill, Arthur. <laughs> right. Beep. Yeah. Beep. There's a beep oh. for Glenn. There's our one, right? <laughs> PG, we're PG. We're allowed one S word. There we go. All right. We, we've used it. Uh, <laughs> Me. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I'm hoping. Give it to me. Give it to me, Capcom. Right? They've made RPGs of worse things. Yes, they have. Give us this. Right? Give us this. All right. So um, that's it for this week. So, Mike, do you got any any last words, any last comments before we wrap up the episode? Um, yeah, I think um, I think I um, should say something quickly on the evil within because I would I should have talked spoke that's a right. bit more about that. But totally forgot about that. No, 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 don't worry. It's um, but it's I I liked it. I thought it was a good game. I gave it eight out of ten. It's um, I think if I can just summarize it um succinctly for our podcast because mm-hmm. it's about to end, I'd say it's 
it's like Resident Evil 4, but there's um, far more emphasis on um, conserving ammo. So it's got an old, it plays like Resident Evil 4, but it has an old school touch to it. So go figure from that and hopefully you enjoy it. Now, would you recommend uh, viewers to to play this on Halloween? Will it give you the scares that you, you pee your pants Halloween night? Um it does, it, there are some freaky elements into it. It's a kind of a, it's actually kind of a weird mixture of Resident Evil and Silent Hill type scares. It's got quite, um, there's some really cool environments there and some kind of, um, they've got some good creature designs. So yeah, I'd, I'd say it's a Halloween worthy game for sure, definitely. Alright, well that's excellent. You heard it here first, right? On the podcast. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> play, play Evil Within on, uh, Halloween night, or in, as they say in Jap, in Japan, it's called Psycho Break. Yep, Psycho which Break. I think yeah. is a little bit more apt, I think, of a title from what I hear about the game. So, why they gotta change a perfectly good title that's already in English to another, is that a Mikami thing? It must be a Shinji Mikami thing. Right? Yeah, maybe it is, yeah. Let's go from Biohazard to Resident Evil, and then like, what is a Resident Evil? Like, <laughs> you hear about that, I'm like, what? It sounds like it should be in a hospital. Yeah. To be honest, right? That game. It sounds like it should be in a hospital, but it's not. No. <laughs> so I don't. I don't get it. I don't get how it works. It, it has to be a, a Makami. A Makamiism. Well, they cha- they changed the name in um, America, I think, because there was a band called Biohazard. Oh really? Yeah. So that's why they couldn't call it Biohazard in the West, I believe. They ruined the fun. Because there's some band called... I'm checking it right now, right? I am checking it right now. Redirected from Biohazard. Let's... Is there a band... There is a band named Biohazard. Let's check their page to see... Um... Oh, they're still around, which... Well, good for them. (laughs) Uh, Good good for them. Good for them. Uh, no, I'm not... I'm not trying to be a douchebag. Uh, but they... It mentions nothing about Resident Evil, so... Uh, at least from what I can quickly check out. So that kind of, that kind of sucks if that was the case. But I mean, you know, there you go. We got our non-hospital hospital zombie movie or game. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you very much, Biohazard the band. <laughs> check them out. They're still present. They're a uh, what? Are, what kind of? They're a heavy metal, hardcore punk, rap metal, rapcore, alternative metal, groove metal, crossover, thrash, flash metal band. Wow, that's a mouthful. Yeah, that's that's what the genres say on there. Uh I did not know you could be all of those things in once, but I guess, you know, they're just this hazard of mixture. I don't know. Yeah. Or something. Alright, so any any shout outs for the people at home? Any final words? Yeah, sure. Um thanks for listening. All our um regular listeners and any new ones as well. Uh give a shout out to Fonz, of course, our super fan and Dove Man. Uh, also a big shout out to Stephen, who I've met now in person and danced with on the dance floor. Not with, yeah, not with, I'm just sure on the did. same There's dance floor. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, <laughs> yeah. Mike. He's, um, yeah, he's, he's a cool guy and he's got some serious moves. And also, um, uh, yeah, just a shout out to, um, oh, my friend Tim as well. There we go. He's a cool guy, Tim. Yeah. And all the PSU staff. You friends with Tim Burton? No, 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 no. Sadly not. <laughs> Sadly not. Now that's someone we that we should talk about that next next, next year. year. Yeah. Right? Not next year, next next year. Yeah. As I accidentally put it. 
All right. So, uh, fans and viewers, uh, you can reach us. Uh, you can tweet us at PSU.com. That's dot spelled out, P-S-U-D-O-T-C-O-M. Yep. Uh, so tweet us uh, any thoughts you have about this episode or any potential new uh, special episodes in the future that you would like us to talk about uh, or anything you would like us to talk about on any of our normal podcasts, PlayStation Unchained or uh, RDGH, the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour. Uh, you can also email us. And what is our email again, Mike? It's uh, podcast at podcast. PSU.com. Podcast at PSU.com. Y'all. So send us your love mail, your hate mail, your whatever <laughs> mail there. We love your criticism. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll read it. And if it's great, we'll say it on the air. Uh, as for me, you can reach me at Lasombra Files on Twitter. So that's at Lasombra Files, L-A-S-O-M-B-R-A-F-I-L-E-S. Uh, or you can email me directly, uh, Dane.Smith, D-A-N-E, uh, at PSU.com. So you got any questions about this episode, you just want to shoot the breeze, talk about games, hit me up on any one of those right there. And Mike, where can they reach you at? Uh, you can reach me um, via email at mike.harridance.psu.com. <clears throat> That's right. He's the guy to go to to get buff to survive the zombie apocalypse. He's the <laughs> muscles from Brussels, right? He he killed Jean-Claude Van Damme in an alternate universe to steal that title from him. Because <laughs> obviously he does not sound like he's from Brussels. No, I don't. No. Right? No, I couldn't even attempt no, a Brussels ac- accent. Yeah, no, no French accent there no. whatsoever. Right? Just straight up British, as British as you can get. Is it as British as you can get, or is that or is that the Cockney accent from London? Ah, uh, no, that'd be the co- that'd probably be the Cockney accent, which oh, sounds like this, Jamie mate. Oliver accent. Yeah, yeah, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hello, mate. Yeah, we're cooking this today. Put a bit of potato in there, a bit of salad, a bit of seasoning. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Fair enough, man. It's the California accent of of England. Yeah. There we go, people. Alright, so, uh, thank you so much, fans and viewers, for joining us this week. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Uh, for the muscles from Brussels, Mike Heridance, I am your host with the most, Dane Smith, and hoping you have a very safe and great and scary Halloween this year. Damn so we'll right. Catch you next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>